Arizona Sports, Sports. the local sports leader, leader. Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. All right, we start with the 4 o'clock reset with the news that just came down in the last couple of minutes. Mitch Head at the Sports Center update. We still have a lot more to say about it. Buda Baker, according to Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, and others, has requested that Arizona trade him the heart and soul safety of the Arizona Cardinals defense in the Arizona Cardinals locker room, who has worse. been put on a pedestal by this organization since Hard Knocks has asked out. The, I mean, off, I, I the mean, off season just keeps going the wrong direction it's a for this. Terrible year for this organization. Just a terrible year with the um, the the report card, the Michael Bidwell accusations by uh, McDonough, Miniger basically backing up McDonough. Buddha wants to get traded. Like it's it's been a freaking disaster for this organization. It really has. I mean, I got sugarcoat this, right? I mean, it's been really, it's been a really bad few months for the Arizona Cardinals. No doubt about it. Um, Buda Baker, uh, right now, as it stands, if you're looking at his contract, he is signed a contract extension back in 2020. He's due non-guaranteed base salaries of 13.1 and 14.2 million in the next two years. Is this a leverage play for a better contract? Man, a it lot of people are thinking that. I don't, be. I don't think so. Could be. I mean, I think we have to. Acknowledge that it could be. It could be, yeah, it could be. But I think based off of what we know about Buddha and what we've been presented about Buddha and his desire to win and his desire to compete, it doesn't seem like much of a leap to think that he's looking around at the state of the organization right now and going, I'm not going to win here. Yep. I'm not going to win here in the next year. I'm not going to win here in the next two. And I want to go somewhere where I have a chance to win, and it's not going to happen with a team that's kind of dismantling itself for this offseason. And so is it about the money? It could be. It could absolutely be about the money. Could but... Be. But it could be, but I doubt it. I think it's. I would think if you ask me, it's. It's. He does not see this organization. They he sees him tanking. He sees him tanking. He doesn't want to be here, and I don't want to play for a team that doesn't want to win. Yeah. The Cardinals are not showing that they want. And listen, they shouldn't. I mean, I, I will say they shouldn't. They should want to lose. They're not prepared to win. You're not wrong. They should want to lose, but a guy like that, right? I, I can't. I'm not. He's not playing. That's the tricky part about right. this because I agree. I, I, I'm glad the Cardinals are embracing this. They need to. They're not close to being good. They, it, it, it's in their best interest to not be good this year so they can reset the mechanism a little bit and be good the right way. Perception of the organization, though. Oh, my gosh. It's such a knock oh. when a player like that wants to leave. Oh, my gosh. That, that stain right. lasts for years. Oh, it sure does. For years it lasts. Sure does. Well, we're going to have a lot more on this top story of the day. Buda Baker has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals organization, according to the top two NFL insiders working in the business, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. Um, okay, today's our last opportunity to preview the Suns' first-round series against the Clippers. On Sunday, it begins. Campaign back on the practice floor today. Bismack Biombo told Kellen Olsen and others his knee feels great and he's going to play. Ty Lue, coach of the Clippers, was asked today if there would be an opportunity 
for Paul George to play in this upcoming season. Here's what he said about his second superstar. We definitely going to do anything to hurt PG. Um, even if he does try to come back, and he's not right. We're not going to let him go. We're not going to let him injure himself and make it worse than what it really is. And so when he comes back, we're going to make sure he's 100, close to 100% without getting behind the injury even more. They're going to take their time, they say. I still think he's going to play by game three, but maybe they're going to slow play this even more. I don't know. I think so, too, but he's got to be ready to play. Hopefully he's not like Zion, and uh, uh, and they got to want him to play. I mean, but they want him to play. they got to clear him, and then he's got to say, okay, I'm ready. I Physically, mentally, I'm ready to play. Sunday is game day. We'll begin pregame coverage starting at 3.30 with Tim Ring. He's going to lead you up to the pregame coverage with Al, Tib, and Bloomer. Tip-off is at 5. You'll hear it all right here on the Arizona Sports app at 98.7 FM. In the NBA tonight, do or die for these four teams. The Chicago Bulls face the Miami Heat for the right to be the eighth seed in the East and travel to Milwaukee to play the Bucks. That one's just about to start in Miami. Then later tonight, OKC goes to Minnesota as they duke it out for the eighth seed in the West. The winner there be a great travels game. to Denver. I think that's going to be a great game. That'll be a great game. OKC, it's hard not to be impressed. Well, they come off. Done. I mean, Shea and, and Giddy were fantastic in that game. And, you know, Minnesota gets Rudy Gobert back, though, I believe. He's not 100%, but he should be back for tonight. I think he, he there's some question about whether he would have even been healthy enough to play he said he wouldn't have. Game. Yeah. He said that he would not have been healthy enough to play in that game. Yeah, so but we'll... Maybe that's why he punched a guy. He gets a free day off. <laughs> maybe it's well, Might have cost him some money to do that, too, but we'll see. Uh, that game is coming up tonight. The rest of the NBA playoffs this weekend, uh, Grizzlies, Lakers, Kings, Warriors, Bucks versus the Bulls of the Heat, Celtics versus the Hawks, the 76ers versus Mikel Bridges and the Nets. Let's go Nets. Go Brooklyn let's Bridges. Go, let's go Nets. Go get them. And the Cavs and the Knicks. Diamondbacks currently in action in Miami with Madison Bumgarner making his return to the rotation. And I can tell you right now, Gambo, that game, which is on ESPN 60 right now, bottom of the second, it's scoreless between the Diamondbacks and the Marlins. Uh, last time Mad Bum pitched in Miami is when the umpire tossed them for rubbing his hands for a long time and <laughs> Mad bum staring at him and then going ballistic. Super creepy. Super creepy. You can hear the rest of that one, as I mentioned, not only on the Arizona Sports app, but also on ESPN 620. It was a big night at Mullen Arena last night. Clayton Keller tied Keith Kachuk's single-season Coyotes points record with 86. It was an assist at the end of the first period. Uh, the Coyotes lost their season finale 5-4 to Vancouver. Kyler Murray was there rocking a D-backs throwback World Series hat, but didn't seem like the warmest welcome for Kyler Murray. No, I don't. Oh, I, don't I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's a look. That's always a bad thing when your 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 NFL quarterback gets booed when he goes to see another local team play. That's not a good sign. But he has not won over the fan base of this market yet. He has not done it. And ASU football spring game goes down tomorrow afternoon as part of Pat's run. On there the you back go. end of Pat's run, Kenny Dillingham's got that team ready. Let's go. Our own Mitch Vereldis will be hosting a special edition of Arizona Sports Saturday live before. The spring game from Tempe with the State of the Sun Devils podcast as well. Should be a big, fun day for Dilly Dilly and the crew. Yeah, not just a good chance for, for people to get a look at the roster that he's putting together. A lot of new faces. A lot of new faces because of the portal and everything. They've added a lot of new players and a lot of uh, old players are gone. All right, there's your 4 o'clock reset. And if you couldn't tell, we did kind of rush through it a little bit on the back end because we do want to get back to our top story of the day. If, in case you missed it, we're going to dive a little deeper into this. Buda Baker, the heart and soul of the team has asked for a trade from the Cardinals organization. Now what? Question mark. That's next. Burns and Gambo. 
Guns and Gambo. Afternoons 2 till 6 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Well, as you would expect, um, we were really heavy, and, and we're still, okay, we're still very mindful of the fact that the Suns are opening up their postseason run on Sunday against the Clippers game one, and we're never going to stray too far from that, right? Because we're, you know, we're, we're crazy about the Suns, and we're crazy for this series that's going to start in this playoff run. That being said, about 20 minutes ago, Mitch broke in with the breaking news from the NFL, from Rappaport yeah. and Adam Schefter. Might as well play You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band. The Gap Band, just Gap Band. You dropped all over us. On me. Yeah, they sure did. Buda Baker asked for a trade. According to those two dialed-in NFL insiders, Buda Baker has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals, and we've got to clean up on aisle five right now that we got to deal with with the Cardinals because it has been 2022 was a mess. 2023 to start has been a mess. This organization has gotten sideways on us in a big hurry. And when you're a heart and soul guy in Buda Baker, a guy upon whom hard knocks was centered around. The foundation is built around him. Right. I, I mean, the Mont- foundation is built. Monty Austin Fort said, that's my guy. Jonathan Gannon, that's my guy. When that guy says he doesn't want to be here, okay, we can sit here and say from a reality standpoint, hey, you know what, trade him, get some assets, they're not going to be any good. But perceptually, the look of Buda Baker asking out of this organization, it, it it's the worst thing that could have happened. It's the worst thing that could have happened. The absolute it, worst it thing that could have happened. It is, because it's a direct reflection on ownership. I mean, you've got a, you know, you, you've got an ownership issue when, you know, when your star player wants out, when you haven't done enough to appease him or at least make him understand that, hey, you know, we're going to take it on the chin this year, but we're going to get all these assets. We're going to get all these picks. We're going to have a ton of money. Bear with us. This isn't a five-year rebuild. It's not a five-year rebuild. But you've got to let your star player know that that this plan, is what the plan is. And he obviously either doesn't know the plan or isn't comfortable with the plan. I don't think Michael Bidwell is saying it's a five-year rebuild. All of us are saying lose this year. Get the draft this year. You've got the third pick, and you've got the third pick in every round. Next year, have a top three pick again. Next year, go out and spend money in free agency when you feel like you know that's the time to do it. And and sell Buddha on the fact that it's not going to be a long turnaround. Yes, you're going to have a tough year this year, but be with, stay with us. You're the leader of this team. You're a captain, and and try to make him understand that they you you want him and you need him. For some reason, he doesn't feel wanted or needed, and he has asked for a trade. This is this is a sad day for the Cardinals. Now. Now, um, here's the latest from Adam Schefter, and maybe this will provide more insight on this. This just came down a moment ago. According to a team source, Buda Baker informed the Cardinals in February that he wanted to be traded or receive a new deal to make him the highest paid safety in the NFL. Is this a leverage play for money? Is that all this is? Is it just Buda want to get paid? And, and how much better would we feel about it if that's all it were because if if this money thing if it's just a money thing if it's just him wanting to get paid okay 
at least, okay, the perception's awful. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say that it's not. It's awful. It's awful, okay? But if it's really just about the money and he wants to get paid, at least you can say it's not his reflection on the organization. It's not his reflection on the direction. It's not his reflection on ownership, whatever. Dude just wants to get paid. Dude just using his leverage play to get a bigger, better deal. If that's all it is, does it make you feel at least a little bit better about perceptually about what this says about the Cardinals if it's just a leverage play for more money? Why wouldn't you have addressed that then? You're saying that this was in January. February. 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 Okay, we're, we're, we're in middle April. So we're talking, okay, at least two months? Yes. So two months, nothing happens, and then he asks for the trade. Why didn't you take care of him? It does that it does that not show that does it does it show I'm asking. Does it show that you're unwilling to take care of your heart and soul guy, your best player? He wants to be the highest paid guy. Make him the highest paid guy. He's worth it. He's worth every damn penny. You remember the big thing on, on you remember the big thing on Hard Knocks last year? When he had the high ankle sprain? Oh he's done. He's not playing. And then he came back and played? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. He came back and played. Uh huh. You've got a guy that had a high ankle sprain. And he should have been out for four weeks, and he came back and played the next week. Yeah. And you don't want to make him the highest paid safety. He's as good. He's as good as any safety in the league. So my point on this is, he comes to you in January and he says, "Either trade me or make me the highest paid safety." You let two months go by and you don't do anything. You're not spending any money on anybody. Yeah, you saved money. You saved money. Mm-hmm. Byron Murphy's gone. Zach Allen's gone. J.J. Watt's gone. Yeah, everybody's gone. You've saved money. Yeah. You don't want to put that money into Buddha just to show that, hey, we're going to keep him? It doesn't make any sense to me. No, I, you're, I don't understand these it. These are all really good points you're making. These keep, you got two months. You're on a roll. Keep like, going. I mean, if he would have came out two days later, like, okay, that's not enough time to give us. You've had two months to figure this out, whether you want to pay him or not. Yeah. Uh, Buddha, this is uh, his infamous locker room speech. His famous, maybe I shouldn't say infamous. His famous locker room speech from Hard Knocks. We need to step the f- up, all of us, all of us. Step the f- up, work harder, f- recover, watch more film. I'm tired of losing. Here's my heart. I'm tired of losing at home. We need to get this together. Come on. Let's go, man. I love y'all boys, man. Let's go, man. Come on. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Let's go. Kick sausages. Looks like that is absolutely terrible for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, everything that they're dealing with, and they're dealing with a lot. There's a lot of bad stuff going on with the Cardinals. And then to have that player, that player, ask for a trade. He's he's the only one in the entire roster who had the kind of power to be able to make us feel this way. Outside of maybe Kyler, but he just signed a deal. The ink's barely dry, right? The one guy to make us feel like, oh, my God, what's happening over there? Buddha. There's nobody else left. There, there was nobody else who had that kind of power over the DJ Humphreys. No, you know, I mean DeAndre Hopkins. They're they're probably gonna trade him. They're, they're, they right. at least they could trade him. There's really nobody on the roster outside of the quarterback, and I don't even know if he has the power over us as a fan base the way Buddha does. He does not. Who had the kind of power to make us feel like we all feel right now? Like, oh my, what's happening? Tyler does not. Kyler does not. I don't think he does either. He is not. He is not one of. We has not won anybody over the way Buddha has. No. I mean, Buddha was the most, not only the most liked, but I think the most respected player 
by the fans and by teammates and everybody. It's just a, the perception, right? The perception. You know what it was like when the, when the Suns had those players that wanted to leave? Yeah. You remember what the perception was like? Oh, my God. This is a terrible place to play. The perception was reality. I mean, let's, right, okay. Let's, is perception reality here? Um, yeah. I, how can you say it's not, right? You can't. How, how can you how can you say, with everything that's gone on, how can it's it's really hard to just sit there and go, "Nope, everything's fine. We're all good." <laughs> Nothing to see here. Everything's okay. You know, it's it's not. Your it's, best player, your heart and soul guy just demanded a trade. Two months ago, he asked you to make him the highest paid player or trade him. And you waited two months and you didn't do anything? You didn't address that? Yeah. Like, you know, that's a slap in the face to Buddha. Like, Buddha comes to you and, hey, I want to trust my contract situation. Address it. Like, what are you waiting for? Make that the priority. Mm-hmm. Push everything to the side. Hey, we were going to go fly out and see this prospect. Now we're, no, take care of Buddha. Take care of Buddha. You can't afford to lose that guy. Well, You're going to lose games, but you can't afford to lose okay, him. Okay, and not only, to your point, not only can you afford to not lose that guy, you can't afford this now. For, right? For, right, the first for, this, this, this bomb that just went off. Yeah. Of all of the things to happen, given everything that's going on with the organization right now, you could least afford to have this happen How to you. How do you let 60 days go by and you don't address this situation with your best player, your star player? A guy that played with a high ankle sprain a week later. A high ankle sprain. He was done. He showed up and played the next week, and we're like, what the, what the hell is he doing out there? Yeah. How is he playing? You don't take care of that Well, guy. and I, I tell you, here's, you can't. You know what? We're going to continue this conversation because you can't, you can't say the things the Cardinals have said about Buddha. And not take care of them. And I'll explain what I mean by that next when we come back here on the Burns and Gambo show. More uh, reaction to the news that Buda Baker has reportedly requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals organization. That's next on Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Blessing. I'm guessing when I hit play on this, you'll recognize the voice. I think about the great leadership they have in that, that locker room. You know, Buda Baker, if you have 53 Buda Bakers, you would never lose a football game, ever. Because the guy is built, but he is made of all the greatest things that you can ever have in, in a football player. I mean, the work ethic, you know, all the intangibles, the intelligence, willing to play through injuries for, for his brothers. I mean, all of these things are, are, are model. Like you could you could build a model with that guy, right? So you can't tell me that that there's not wonderful leadership in that in that locker room. Of course, that was Larry Fitzgerald. He was guest on the Big Red Rage. That was uh, from a while ago. I'm gonna look at the date on that. It was uh, Fe- uh, February 23rd. So that's a couple months old. And the Monty comments just a couple of months ago too. Which yeah. are Monty Ostenford oh. just raving about Buda Baker. It was Monty. It was Jonathan Gannon the day he got hired. It was I, I want a bunch of Buddhas. I want a whole bunch of guys like Buddha. Right. I want everyone to be like Buddha, which, and that's kind of the question that we were starting to veer off to a little bit in the last segment when we were talking about this. Okay. Buda Baker has requested a trade. Schefter's reporting it's about the money. He wants more money. He's got two non-guaranteed years left on his contract. Why wouldn't the Cardinals give him the money? Why not? A, if he means that much to them, and B, they had to know that they're going to perceptually take a gigantic hit if news like this gets out. It seemed like they had a responsibility. Like, you know what? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if we should pay him or not, but can you imagine if we don't? Let's go ahead and pay the guy. 
I just I, I, I tweeted an agent I know that represents a lot of players, and I said, hey, you know, Buddha wants out. It's getting bad. He goes, I don't blame him. And then I said, why, why wouldn't they address this money thing? And then I talked to a player just now. I mentioned it to a player. I'm like, man, Buddha asking for a trade. He goes, things are getting wild already. I go, yeah, it's not good. He goes, no, not at all. So, like, you know, like the perception, like I said, the perception is going to be like, Buda Baker doesn't want to be on the Cardinals. Like he's he's every means everything. That's the guy you take care of. Yes, that's the guy that you that's make the guy sure. You pay. That's the guy. Even you... though you're gonna lose, like you gotta have some players. You can't have no players. You're gonna you convince Buda. You pay Buda a lot of money for the, the the pain and suffering he's gonna deal with losing a lot of football games to keep him here because he's the guy and and in hopes that you know that you'll be better not this year but the next year well, that you can be better and make an improvement. And you know what? And that's okay. I believe. That Maybe I'm really wrong about this. I believe this rebuild for the Cardinals, if done right, could only last a year. Could possibly only last a year, right? You 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 reset your salary cap. You get everything in order. You have a good draft with a new general manager who maybe is better at it than the last one was. You follow that up with another good draft next year. Mm-hmm. In addition to having money to spend in free agency in the NFL, look, rebuilds in the NFL—they're not like Major League Baseball. They're not quick. like the NBA. They're quick. You can flip this thing fast. You can be ready to compete a year from now if you're the Cardinals. Pay Buda Baker to make sure he's a part of that. Right. Pay Buda Baker to make sure he's a part of the next great Cardinals team. Because it might not me- take you that long to get there. Who's going to mentor your younger players now? Who's going to mentor all the young players you have? They look up to Buda. Oh, yeah. You just lost your, your captain, your leader, your emotional leader. The guy that people well, go to and talk to and try to get advice from, you lost that. You're gonna you're gonna lose that guy. Well, let's talk about that. They haven't lost that guy. So, does this work? Does Buddha's trade request? Does it spur the Cardinals to action? Does the reaction among Cardinal fans today around the valley spur the Cardinals to go, hey, you know what? On second thought, Buddha, let's talk. Let's give you that deal. Let's let's pay you. Like like we we this time a year ago, remember, Kyler Murray single spaced memo from from Eric Burkhart, and it worked. It took a while to get there. He had nowhere to go. He couldn't have gone anywhere. Buddha can. Why? He can only if the Cardinals trade him. The Cardinals have to move it, and, and you would think it stands to reason that if the Cardinals are going to move him, they're going to do it before the draft, because I would think a team would give up a second-round pick for him. Maybe even a late yeah. first for all well, of them. That's what we got to see. I mean, we got to try to figure out what's the value. What is, what is I'm going to try to find out, but what's but, the value of him pick-wise? But that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's like we're talking about Buddha like it's past tense. We're talking about Buddha like it's done, like he's gone, like he's already right. left. And he's not gone. He's not gone. The Cardinals can fix this. At least I think. You know, Buddha's done a masterful job, just like Kyler's agent did last year, of getting the word out in a very public fashion. Hey, my dude's not happy about this. My guy wants to get paid. My guy's requested a trade. A lot of times, guys request trades, and all it is is a leverage play to get more money. All it all it is is a leverage play to get the deal that they want. The fact that he, but that the fact that he had to go per- public with that. Oh, I know, I know. It's come on, man. You had two months to take it, care. I, of I this. know, but the Cardinals can still fix this. It'll still stain. The stain's not coming out, but you can really, really make that stain vanish to a certain extent. Okay, let me ask you. you pay him. Let me ask you. Do you trust that they? Do you trust them to get that fixed? I with everything that's going on around this organization. Honestly, do you trust that they can fix that. My first inclination would be to say no. I don't. But because everything is so bad right now, I don't know if they have a choice. 
You know, like like they're unveiling their uniforms next week. Kyle Odegaard is reporting it's going to be on Tuesday, I think. Um, who, who's going to wear them other than Kyler? Who, who's DJ Humphreys? I mean, I, they got guys. Okay, they got guys who can rock the uniforms when they unveil them. But but who does like your main Buddha and Kyler are your main guys who are going to wear them? So to answer your question, do I trust the regime to do it? No. But I don't think they have a choice, and I think they're going to recognize they don't have a choice, and that's why I think they're going to. They might have to at least think about doing it. I don't. I can't sit here and say I know for sure they're going to do it. I know they're going to pay Buda Baker. I can't say that. But given the totality of everything that's going on with the organization right now, I got to think they're thinking, man. You know what? We should probably just pay him. We should probably pay him and make him happy so we can make this go away. Because we look bad right now. We look really bad right now. Or they're thinking everything's bad right now <laughs> like we're not get we're not crawling out from under the mess that's that's been created here trade him get a pick and let's move on Whew. trade him get a pick we need the picks we need the assets we need the players i mean there's a lot of negative things going on about around the cardinals right now a yeah. lot of negative things i mean this is just one more to add to the list so sometimes you know, it's not like things are going really well and Buddha just threw this on them. Things are going really bad and Buddha just threw them on him on him. Maybe you maybe you do field calls for a trade. Look, as much as I'd hate to see it happen, I mean what was your first reaction when this news came down? You said trade him. Trade him. And, yeah. and and if they were to do that, if we really are about to plunge into a rebuild, trading Buddha Baker would yield a nice haul in return. Trading Buda Baker and DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, it would be rock bottom, ground zero for the organization as we know it. But go but, back, go to the Suns. Remember the perception? Every time a guy wanted out, doesn't want to be here, trade me. It's bad. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Especially when they start piling on top of them. Like Goran yeah. Dragic wanted out. I mean, yeah. every time a player demands a trade, it's just it's a bad knock on an organization. doesn't make the organization look very good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, we, we <laughs> he's, he's talking to us. He doesn't have a microphone yet. That's how eager he is to come on with us. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put Tom Chambers on. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo shows, we're live from this big event here at Gila River Casino. Tom Chambers, Suns Insider, Suns Legend, will join us in person next on the Burns and Gambo show. Burns and Gambo afternoons. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, um, we're going to bring on Tom Chambers in 10 seconds. I just want to pass on this tweet from Buda Baker three minutes ago. And all it says is, love you, Cardinal fans, and three exclamation points. So he knows. He knows what's out there. He's hearing the love. He's seeing it from Cardinal fans. But Buda Baker, if you're just tuning in, has requested, reportedly, a trade from the Arizona Cardinals organization. And the beat goes on. In the meantime, the beat goes on for the Phoenix Sun. Bad beats. Who? Yeah, bad beats yeah. for them. Uh, good beats for the Phoenix Suns. Tom Chambers, the NBA broad- All Star Game MVP. Just ask him. I, every time I watch a game, every on time, Valley I'm Sports. Not, Arizona. I'm not like you telling everybody about what I do and how I work out, and you know I've got the stamina now of a 19 year old. I have to because my wife's 21. Oh. You know, I mean, oh. I, some of us don't got to freaking tell people how wonderful we are. That you know, was, you and LeBron most- James are the only two guys I know who just tell everybody how. 
wonderful they are. The most you're probably on the Mount Rushmore of broadcasters in your own mind, right? That was wow. the most cringy, yeah. honest 30 seconds of radio I've ever heard. I'm, I'm here for it, man. My wife I'm so is not 21. No, no, she's not. Um, well, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, the Sons of the Clippers on Sunday. It's good to have Tom. We haven't had Tom Chambers uh, on in a long time. He's here with us here at uh, Gila River Casinos at Wild Horse Pass as part of this big Sons event that we're here for. We're in the top golf uh, swing suite. We're up here. We'll be here till 6. You're going to be here till 6. Come by, see Tom Chambers, the Suns Dancers, the Gorilla. It's a great event. We look forward to seeing you. How excited are you for Sunday? How excited are you to see what this grand experiment of Kevin Durant in the postseason is going to look like, right? Oh, man. I am so excited. But that being said, I'm still nervous. You just, yeah. you just never know. But I do know that every stat you read, everything, every time Kevin Durant laces him up, he's the best guy on the floor. I mean, that's just that's what it is. It was Golden State with with Jert, with the Team USA basketball. I mean, they don't win a gold medal without Kevin Durant. They don't. They don't. I mean, this guy is just that good. And and I just by watching this team responds to him and plays harder with him, and they want to impress him. So you see more bounce in the step of even a Tory Craig or a Josh Kogi or, or a DeAndre Ayton. So I love what he does. I, I love everything about him. I mean, he's just a, a laid back guy that comes in here in his cart heart jacket and his and his uh, what do they call the little Gilligan hat, the little bucket hat. You know, what I mean? <laughs> the bucket hat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I love the guy. Just love so, him. So you don't the, the 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 fact that they've only played eight games with him, no concern for you at all. So let's see. In game one, they won. In game two, they won. Right. In game three, they won. Haven't been tested. Four, they won. You can admit that they haven't yeah. been tested. Wow. Why? Why do you say that? Schedules matter. Yeah. They played Charlotte. They played Chicago. Yeah. They played Denver when they didn't play anybody. Chicago. I mean, if you like, I, I don't think it matters. I don't think the eight. I think they're fine. I think they're going to win. I, it. I don't think that he only played. I don't think the fact that he only played eight games with them matters. But it, it gets brought up a lot. He's only played eight games with them. Yeah. Well, they I, haven't been pressured. They haven't. They haven't played anybody at full strength. They haven't played anybody that was a good team. Well, and and but that's the nature of the West this year. Golden State's the same way. The Clippers are the same way. The Lakers are the same way. That's why more people fear the three teams below us rather than the three teams above us. Right. Because you you know you've seen what Denver and Sacramento and Memphis has done all season long. But the guys, the teams behind you, it's just that own unknown factor. Now that being said, the Clippers have never won it. The Lakers really haven't done much except for in the bubble. AD and, and LeBron finally had a little little run there. Obviously, we know what Golden State's capable of. So you worry about those teams, but uh, yeah, this Clippers team can beat you. I mean, they really can. They've got a lot of weapons. But man, I'll tell you what, they don't have the weapons the Suns have. No. I mean, I heard. I wanted to say uh, call him a DA too, but uh, um, Kendrick Perkins today. I'm like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> just, what was he saying? Oh, he was he was saying that the Clippers are so deep and they're so much better, and they've got all of these people, and he's 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 naming like five or six guys. Bones Highland and Plumley and yeah. guys that are you know you know really good you know bench guys and I'm like have you not seen our bench has been playing all year we've been winning games with our bench all year yeah and and, it, and our bench has been good even when our bench has been in the in the lineup the other half of the bench so I'm not concerned about that and one thing you do know in the playoffs too guys that need to stay healthy okay you, we understand that but these we're gonna play 40 minutes I mean if they need to play they'll play 40 minutes yeah. how much bench do you really need you, you, know, won't, uh, you won't need a lot so, so i'm curious what does concern you as this thing's about to start what what worries tom chambers a little bit like okay i i think this is great think they're awesome but dot 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 what's that thing 
You know, it, it, it's hard for, for me to, to, to really figure something out that, that hurts. We've got Torrey Craig to be that defensive guy. We've got Josh Okoge, who's terrific at it. Bismack Biombo has been unbelievable coming in. Jock Landell has been good, too. So I worry about if we're an offensive team, who's going to get the stops? You know who it is. Devin can play adequate defense. There's no question about it. Kevin Durant is an excellent defender when he needs to. So I believe in spurts, that group that starts are going to be able to lock teams down. You know, But I don't think it's going to be a 48-minute thing. But the team has some good defensive players that also are our best offensive rebounders, our best shot blockers. So um, the thing that that worries me the most is what killed us last year, and that's Campaign and Landry Shamit. And 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 his campaign was not good in the playoffs last year, and Landry Shamit was not good, and neither one of them have been playing well as of late. So those two guys, I mean, Landry could lose his time to Terrence Ross if he starts playing well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, do we play Saban Lee, the backup, or do you, they just want you know Book to slide in there and they Book. rotate I, it out I, that I, way? I'd go Book. I, you know what? He turns the ball over a lot when he's a point guard. Well, let, let me just—it doesn't speed the game up. This Suns team is at its finest when campaign is pushing the ball up the floor full speed, getting but easy baskets. With a little bit his pain. best yeah. play two years ago against the Lakers, he killed the Lakers yeah. in the playoffs. And he's capable of that. But this year, I mean, he's had three or four good games all year. So, so, so if if, if campaign comes with it, it's not even gonna be close. Play it every other day, okay? You've got to win sixteen games here. This is six week gauntlet of games, and it, it's it's Sunday, then Tuesday, then Thursday, then Saturday. How much does that affect older? players? Players, KD, Chris Paul, older players not getting much rest. Well, a day is all you need. I mean, it's not. There's no back to backs. I mean, that that's taking rest away. Every other day is fine. I mean, these guys want to play. I mean, I I don't think of it like that at all. I mean, it, it, it's basically rest time in the playoffs because you get a full day off every time, and you get to stay at home and play back to back. You fly once and play two games. So I don't look at it as, as a fatigue factor at all. The only the only thing I'd worry about is if you know guys who are not young, which would be a, a KD and a Chris Paul, if they have to go 40 minutes, and I guarantee you, they're not going to look just like KD said. I didn't look. Monty when I was when it was about you know thirty five minutes because I don't want to look at him and come out I want to stay in the game and win the basketball game so they're not going to be worried about minutes you know there's other people to worry about that but um, we got a couple older guys out there and and it would be nice to win some games the way you're supposed to so they only have to average twenty seven or twenty minutes a game how different do you think Chris's minutes are going to be this year compared to last with the presence of Katie because he he Booker has the hamstring injury against New Orleans he goes fourteen for fourteen to end the series against Pelicans. He's like carrying the team until he ran out of gas. How different do you think Chris's minutes are going to be this time around? I don't know if minutes are going to be different, but he's different because he's a spot-up shooter now. I mean, he's that guy. I mean, he's a guy that's going to get the ball because they've been leaving him. We talked to him the other day, and he says, I've never been left alone in my life. But with KD and Book out there, you got to pick your poison. And they've been they've been leaving and slacking off, and, and teams were going under on him, going under on him. So now he's making them pay, and he's, he's, he's probably the best three-point shooter on the team next to KD. I don't think anybody's better, you know, a better three-point shooter than him. But uh, he, he just he's making them pay. Go underneath it, and you're going to pay the price. You don't see the elbow jumpers getting into the paint, you know, as much as you'd before. But Chris will be the first to tell you, he's got to keep them honest. He's got to keep them honest just so they guard him, and then he can make the passes. If he's if, if they're if they're stepping way back and he's not shooting it, he, he's not going to be able to, you know, get the assists he's typically How much does. pressure on Monty? 
You had a 2 nothing lead against Milwaukee, lost. You had a 2 nothing lead against Dallas, lost. Got pushed really hard by New Orleans. They made adjustments. Dallas made adjustments. Didn't seem like the Suns made enough of them. How much pressure on him right now? I don't think any. I mean, everybody out there loves Monty. And, you know, just what he does and what he says and how he goes about his life and, and business. So I don't think there's any pressure on him. I, I, I would imagine that he's he's got some pressure on himself because of those those things you're saying. He's a little disappointed in the way he did it. Now, after a game, he's going to be the first guy to say, I should have done this. I should have trusted this person. I should have done that. So he's always, always soul-searching, self-searching himself to make sure that he gets better and continues to do what he can. And the great thing about Monty, too, is he's going to ask Book. He's going to ask CP. He's going to ask KD. He's going to ask these guys what they think, get their opinions, all the coaches, all 97 coaches and 175 you know, training staff. I mean, the, 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 the staff is just huge who that they actually talk to. Um, but, yeah, Monty, I don't think I don't think that uh, it, there's any outside pressure on him for Matt. You know, he should be our, obviously our new owner anybody. All right, I'm going to ask you this. I know you're a Cardinal fan. The news that Buda Baker has demanded a trade. I always called him Buda Baker myself. But, uh, you know, I, Buda. Baker. Who's Buda, Buda, Buda Baker? Baker. Buda Baker. Well, I, I, you know what? I could be crying right now because he's my fave. He's the one guy I can relate to that you know every single play is going to be out there giving it his best and getting after people and rallying the troops. And, I mean, without that juice, what juice do they have? Yeah. I mean, what juice do they have? Yeah, it's it's a hard day. We're going to talk about it when we come back. You've got um, official Suns yes. to do over I do. the next yeah, hour. Do. Yes, you do. You I'm do. official? Uh, I believe so. And, and you guys, just so I can mention this, you guys at Bally Sports, you're still on for Suns coverage for the first round, right? I, I believe so. I know for the first four games, uh, for sure. And no, we're going you know, with TNT. I mean, they're still going to be on. But yeah, we, we have that. They don't have that exclusive right for at least the first four. Um, so yeah, we'll be on. So I always watch your broadcast over TNT. Oh, it's not even close. I always watch your yeah. broadcast. And, 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 and you guys and I Sophie do. Cunningham, that's well, she's fun, isn't that's, she? That's fun to me. Just don't tell her I said that. I hope she's, she's, I hope she's, she's listening hard. to the show she's, when she's, she heard you say you that. You know, I heard Shaq say to Candace one time, quit bullying me. And I'm going to say that same thing to, <laughs> yes. to, to Sophie. Yeah. She's always beating up yes. on me, you know? I've yeah. been taking advantage of her elders. Well, the players yeah. like her. They don't uh, really like you. Yeah, that is true. They do. Tom, good to see you, man. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Tom Chambers, Suns broadcaster, NBA All-Star MVP, joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. When we come back, we circle back to the top story of the day. Buda Baker has requested a trade from the Arizona Cardinals organization. How did we get here? That's next on Burns and Gambo.